Hello everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Minecraft Podcast. In today's episode, I'll be telling a short story by me called The Discovery of the Deep Dark. I hope you enjoy. The Discovery of the Deep Dark, Part 1, The Mystery of the Warden. Once upon a time, there lived a miner named Daniel. Daniel loved to walk in the mines, the torchlight from his elegantly spaced torches lighting up the area and preventing hostile mobs from spawning. He always brought his diamond pickaxe and netherite sword. His father had once defeated the wither with that sword, but now Daniel never used it unless he was farming cows or something of that sort. One beautiful evening, he was in his workshop making armor when he realized that he was out of diamonds. Diamonds were a crucial ingredient for duplicating smithing templates, and he wanted his new netherite armor to look flashy and cool. But getting more diamonds meant mining. He was going to have to mine farther out this time, as he had cleared out all the nearby veins of diamonds. So he sheathed his sword and grabbed his pickaxe and headed down to the mines. Once he was pretty deep, well into the deep state layers, he began to mine. He had been going for a little while now, when he discovered a naturally generated cavern. He could hear bats in the distance and saw a few hostile mobs. He shuddered in fear. He hadn't fought a zombie or a creeper in forever. He was just just mining in the well-lit strip mines that his father had started. This was new and scary, but he could see the diamonds that he needed just a little past a structure. What structure? Why was there a structure here? It was a tower. Why was there a tower here? Towers didn't generate underground. The only tower Daniel knew about was a pillar drop post. His father had taught him about all the things he might find in the overworld about desert temples and jungle temples, and even the mansions that generated in the forest. But he had never mentioned anything underground, even for, except for dungeons and the incredible rail stronghold that is said to hold a portal to the end dimension. Curious about the tower, Daniel bravely took out the monsters nearby and ran towards the vain, tower in vain depths. What he saw took his breath away. The cavern opened to a much bigger cavern. There were many hostile mobs in the plow, but the main thing that struck Daniel was the city laid out before him. A crazy assortment of towers and ruined buildings with one central structure. A weird assortment of blocks surrounded the buildings, some of which seemed to have tentacles protruding from the top. But the most important thing, the loot chests. Loot, Daniel yelled, and he ran towards the nearest chest. Once he was there, he jumped up and down for glee and opened the chest. He found some incredible stuff, including diamonds, redstone, and two new smithing templates. Yes, he started to yell, but then the darkness swallowed him. Daniel didn't know what was happening. He could hear heavy footsteps coming towards him from the direction of the central tower. He decided to run back to the tavern that he had come from. Once back inside his mind, he used his spyglass to try to make out what had been following him. It was easier to see now that everything was not dark anymore. He could make out a truly alien black creature with powerful arms and a 
heart that seemed to be beating. It pulsed with blue energy. Daniel could feel the static coming from it. It rippled through him. It had what looked, horns, what looked like horns on its head, and was just scary to look at. The thing, whatever it was, seemed to be looking for someone. It was sniffing the ground in a weird way, was steadily advancing toward him. Daniel wondered why it couldn't see him. He was close enough for the zombies to take interest in him as they were steadily approaching. Then it struck him. The beast must be blind. He should have been able to see eyes on the creature's face, but all he saw when he looked closer was an open, silently screaming mouth. The things that he had thought were horns on its head were actually sensors. Without further ado, Daniel ran home to tell his friends the crazy things that had happened down in the cave. When he got back to the surface, Daniel ran straight to his friend's house. His friends, like him, had no idea about what, had Dan- what, what, about what Daniel had seen. They knew about the regular bosses, but they had never heard about the mysterious black monster. Daniel recounted how the thing had a being called that seemed to pulse with blue energy. His friends were clueless. Daniel didn't know what to think. He was too terrified. Part 2 The Discovery Daniel had been preparing for a long time. He was down next to the strange structures again and was ready to find out what the beast actually was. He had been able to push his zombie into a boat. It took many tries, but eventually he had the golden thing sitting down in his rowboat. And getting in with it while taking a lot of damage from the zombie, he rode it to the point the mysterious new blocks and structures met with the deep escape and exited the boat. Then he made a wall so the zombie couldn't get to him and let the zombie out. Naturally, the zombie walked around for a little before jumping up and down on top of the box, trying to get to Daniel. Curious about what the box wore, Daniel punched one up. Skulk, Daniel thought. That's a real name for a... Daniel didn't get to finish the sentence. Everything went dark again. But this time, that was what Daniel had been waiting for. He pillowed up with the dog and watched the beast rise up from the ground. It saw the zombie trespassing on his skull and tried to hit it. Unfortunately for the beast, the zombie was on higher ground than him and didn't get hit. Then the monster did something weird. Its heartbeat increased, pulsing with that strange, rippling blue energy. All of a sudden, it shot a blue laser beam from its pulsing heart, instantly destroying the zombie. After a few minutes, the monster calmed down and disappeared by the surface of Skulk. Daniel hopped down and, stepping carefully, discovered a pillow of Skulk in the shape of the beast. A sign on the statue read, Beware of the Warden. If you trespass in his city, he will find you. Part 3. The Battle Daniel had recruited his friends to help. They all went down to the Skulk place together and began clearing away the Skulk sensors and Skulk shrieks. As they punched up the last block, the warden spawned. It limbered towards them, massive heads swiveling and arms swinging. But before it could hurt them, they all rushed at it hitting it with enchanted diamond and netherite swords. Then they all pillowed up on door and shot enchanted arrows at it. The warden was confused, taking rapid damage, and didn't know who to attack. So naturally, 
it went for whoever was closest to him, charging up his blue beam and firing in Daniel's direction. Daniel dodged, but fell off his skull, his pillow of skull, and dodged. The warden lumbered towards Daniel. Daniel ran away, very low on health. When all hope seemed lost, and the warden was about to take the in-swing for Daniel, Daniel's friends came up behind him and attacked the warden on the back. The warden turned angry. It ran towards his friends, which instantly piled up and started shooting with arrows again. After one final swing of Daniel's sword from on top of his pillow of skulk and dirt, the warden fell. It would never respawn in that area again, because to spawn it, you needed skulk shriekles, which they had all mined up to make the area safe again. Back on the surface, with the warm sun shining down and the smell of poppies and grass in the beautiful air, Daniel smiled at his friends. Without their help, he would never have defeated the warden and freed the deep dark forever. The end. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Subscribe to see more, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.